In this episode, I will tell you how the 14 management principles that Lean contains of is condensed into five groups and what these five groups means. Toyota's work to create their Toyota production system ended up in having 14 management principles. And I promised you to go through all these 14 management principles as they're very, very important. And I will do that in the upcoming episodes. In the 1996 book Lean Thinking, James Womack and Daniel Jones condensed these 14 principles into five management groups. And the purpose was to make it easier to get into Lean. They thought that these 14 principles, which are very good, but there were too many for ordinary men to consume and remember, which meant that they instead condensed them into five groups of principles. And this is the five rules that I will explain here in this episode. The first group says that we should specify our value seen from the perspective of our customer. Lean is all about focusing on delivering value for our clients, our customers. We need them to understand what our customers want out of the process. What are their desires? When do they need something? And especially then in detail, what do they need? If we understand that, we can then find the best way to produce what our customers want. If it's fuzzy what they want, then we have a hard time to actually then produce that fuzzy outcome in a way that makes them happy. So the first group, we should find out what our customers want and we need to be very specific and then design our processes according to that view of the customer. The second group of principles is to identify and map out the flow of value creation. Now we know what our customers want out of the products that we deliver. When we know that, we can then map out and understand what flow of activities we have in our business when we produce these products for our clients, our customers. We will find when we map out that the processes go from left to right, that's the way we usually describe them, and they will cross a lot of different departments in our hierarchical structure which we usually describe as silos. Not all processes go through all departments and not all departments are involved in all processes. But if you look into any process, you will find most certainly that it affects several different departments along the way of creating the value. And hopefully all departments are involved in creating the value for our customer. I know that's not really true, but hopefully I say, because there's a lot of departments that have been created in a hierarchical structure that don't really have anything to do with our customers. And those departments should be looked into because we need to understand why are they there and what are they actually doing? Do they contribute any, in any way 
creating value for our clients, our customers, directly or indirectly. The third group of principles is about how to design, how to create a better flow. If we understand our flow in a good way, we could then, in the next step, create a very efficient flow that makes it as lean as possible, making us removing all the waste out of the process. Which means that we will have a very efficient process with low consumption of all the resources that goes into the process in order to create a fabulous value for our clients in the end. Number four talks about a pull. And the pull comes from our customers. The customer is the one who's going to, with their requirements, their demands, their wishes, to pull from our business the creation of products. So we should deliver exactly when the customer wants to have its products or the products that we sell to them. The right product in the right time to the right customer. And if we understand this pull instead of push, we will then have a much leaner process or processes that is going to create the value. And we can compare that to the beginning of the industrialism where we had a push during that time, we could produce pots and pans and bicycles and whatever, because the demand was so huge out there. So we could just produce things and push it out to the market and the market just suck everything up and used it. But along the way, things changed and we couldn't then have the same way of producing because it was not a mass market as it was before. We now have competitors doing things in a better way. We didn't have that in the beginning because we were the only one maybe then to produce pots and pans. Also, our customers have been more into shaping their demands, their requirements. They've looked into what they really want. As they've seen things being done better from our competitors very, very soon starts to require that from us as well. That means that nowadays then we need to have this pull. We need to understand what our customers want and we need to make sure that they get it when they want it. And from this, we start to talk about this just in time, which might not always be a good thing, but generally it's much better to have that pull and to make things out of the requirements, the demand from our customers, then to push it out and then have huge stocks in different places, which cost a lot of money. Sometimes it's good to have these stocks laying around because of security, safety, whatever, strategic decisions to have a certain amount of material. The fifth group is perfection. And what is perfection then? And a perfection is that we should, in organization, have a culture of wanting to reach perfection. We will never reach perfection, but the way to go there is what we want to look for. We can always become better tomorrow than we are today. 
And we need to have a culture in our organization that makes us okay with questioning how we're doing things. If this, for example, a meeting, is this a good meeting? What could we do until the next meeting so it becomes even better? And there's no blame in that, asking what's good and what's, what could be better. We're always looking for becoming better, not to blame anyone in the group for not delivering as good value as we thought they should. We say this out of concern of everyone becoming better. And those that we talk about is also a part of this culture. So with that culture, our organization will strive to become better day by day. We do that in the small stuff and in the large stuff. So it could be a meeting. It could be a mail or a short presentation. Everything we could look at and ask ourselves if we could do this better. But it could also be a review of a whole project that has been going on for six months. And we find out what could we have done better in this project. So both small and large parts of our business we should look into. And in Japanese this is called Kaizen and it stands for a good way. And we want to continue to work towards perfection. We will never reach perfection but we will strive for it day out and day in. So these are the five groups of principles that James Womack and Daniel Jones describe in their book Lean Thinking from 1996. Number one, specify the value seen from the customer's perspective. Number two, to identify and map out the flow of value creation. Number three, to create a better flow of creation, to design it in a better way. Number four, to have this pull in the organization and number five to look after perfection always becoming better tomorrow than we're today in the next episode i will go through the toyota's 4p model and these four p's stands for uh, philosophy processes people and problem solving and within these four toyota put their 14 management principles. So it's another way to package these principles. So I hope you found this of interest and um, talk to you in the next episode. Take care.